0: Today, it's all about you guys. I'm going to be talking about all of the responses I got to this year's audience survey, and we're also going to reveal who the winners are of the contest prizes, so stay tuned and listen up. I'm David C. Barnett, and you're tuned in to Small Business and Dealmaking, the podcast, YouTube channel, and blog, where I talk about buying, selling, financing, and managing small and medium-sized businesses while controlling risk. So if you're looking to take control of your future through buying a business one day, or if you already own a business and you're looking to grow or exit, you've come to the right place. I talk about interesting things, I talk to interesting people, and I answer your questions every week right here. So be sure to hit like and be sure to hit subscribe, and let's get to it. Special thanks go to today's video sponsor, Mark Willis of Lake Growth Financial. Mark helps people better manage their personal wealth and business finances through the bank on yourself insurance strategy. This is something I've done personally and have gotten lots of positive feedback from people I've worked with over the years. Go to newbankingsolution.com to find a playlist of all the interviews I've done with Mark and to learn more about the advantages of these programs. While there, sign up to arrange a conversation about what this solution might look like for you hey there so in the month of april i was posting this banner all the time the dcbsurvey.com banner because i wanted to get feedback from the audience and you know some of you pointed out that youtube has demographic information in it and yes it's true when i go into the back end of of the youtube channel i can see information about the people who are watching but that information is only Available on people who are actually um, signed into a YouTube account when they're watching a video. And so some of as some of you know, I also take the audio off of all my videos and I put that onto a podcast feed. And a lot of the times I embed my videos in other places. Like I put up articles on searchfunder.com, medium.com, on LinkedIn, etc., um, with embedded YouTube videos. And I know that there are people who consume the content over there too. And so a lot of that information just isn't captured within the YouTube framework. And so I got this idea from listening to another podcast that I listened to where where the host was asking people to do this audience survey. Um, And I thought I should do that too. And boy, has it been eye-opening for me. And I think it might be interesting for you guys as well. Um, and if you if you have not completed it, you still can. It, the survey is still active. You just go to dcbsurvey.com, and I would I would encourage you to uh, as a, as a favor to me, just so that I can get some more complete information. But we're going to review some of the responses and give you guys the details as as, uh, as from the information that we have today. So I'm going to share my screen. I'll be descriptive as, as possible because, of course, I know a lot of you are just listening. But the very first question, and, and thank you to the 218 people who took the time to fill in this survey, which which I thought was actually a pretty robust sampling. Um, and I know that uh, my channel on YouTube has 32,000 subscribers, but if you look at the average number of views that most of my videos get, um, this is a very large chunk of what I would call the the regular people that tune in. and yeah as we go through here you're going to see you know sort of like the tenure of some of the some of the people in the audience and how long they've been on but this fascinated me question number 1 because i really thought based on the questions that i get that the majority of the people who watch my videos are people who are kind of exploring the idea of business or business ownership and they've come to the channel because they they want to learn more about buying businesses i know that i i have business owners and people who are interested in selling but I did not realize um, the magnitude of the percentage of people who already own a business who are tuned into the channel. So if you combine the the red and the blue categories here, it pretty much lines up to 50%. And so the biggest slice of the pie there, 41.3% of viewers own a business, 8.3% own more than one. So, So these are people who have multiple businesses and they tune into the channel. The the yellow slice at thirty nine percent is no, and then an interesting group eleven point five percent used to own a business. And I, I, I thought that was interesting. So so we've got more than half of the audience out there, are, and who are people who actually have direct, real business experience. And you know what this kind of it kind of mirrors uh, a lot of the comments that appear in the in the channel um, below videos where I, I get a lot of people who are actually sharing their own experiences or talking about um, how maybe something I talk about in the video mirrors an experience that they had in business. And so it's really great to know that, that we have a, an audience that is also experienced in the world of small business. Um, the next question was about people's intentions. So, So this was interesting to me, because while half the people in the audience already own a business, 87% of people said they intend to buy one, which means that people intend to grow through acquisition. A lot of business owners out there tend intend to continue to own more businesses by buying them. Um, there's a small group there, 12, uh, sorry, 5.5% that um, intend to sell a business. So Half those people that are owners, they're looking forward to selling one day. They want to learn more about the process. Maybe get an understanding of how a buyer might look at their business, which is a which is a fantastic strategy as far as I'm concerned. So, in general, a large group, and, and this is what I thought. Remember, I just said I thought a lot of people who tune in and want to buy a business. Well, it's true they do, um, but a lot of them, you know, half the people already own one. So the next question was, are you? And I wanted to to kind of Extract the people who are trying to do deals with the people who work in the industry that are not specifically trying to do a deal. And what I found what what I asked was, are you a professional advisor to people who might buy or sell a business? eighty three percent said no, but the other seventeen percent indicated that they were. and And the two largest groups um, at two point three percent are people who said they were an accountant, and the green group, um, which is also 2.3% were our business brokers. And then there's some lawyers and then realtors, fractional CTOs, financial planners, uh, various consultants, uh, advisors, part-time business school ETA teacher. Wow. Um, a CPA in Canada, there's a banker, uh, private equity consultant, investment banker, uh, someone who works for a native American tribe, um, Business consultants, you know, several people, there was a, there was an other line there in this question, uh, wealth strategy, building coach, technician of some kind. So a lot, you know, 16% of you guys are involved in the industry in one way or another. Um, how long have you been watching or listening to David? That was the next question. So you can see here a fifth of people, 21%, uh, fairly new to the audience and And this is going to tie into some of the comments that uh, that you guys left that I'm going to address here at the end of when we get down to the end. Um, then we've got the biggest part, you know, thirty eight percent said uh, they've been watching for three months to a year. And then we've got one to three years, that's twenty six percent, and then fourteen percent, three years or more. so, so really, a large proportion of the respondents are people who've tuned largely tuned in. In the last year, um, which is great, well, welcome. I'm, I'm glad to have you guys with me. Um, how do you consume David's content? Seventy-three percent said YouTube videos. Twelve uh, percent said you listen on the podcasting service, and twenty-two uh, percent said both, depending on the content. So maybe longer form interviews and things you guys are listening, shorter ones you're watching. Uh, only two point eight percent responded with that they they go on another platform. Now, this is what's interesting to me, and I'll tell you why, because it, it kind of, uh, if I compare the download data from SoundCloud, which is the hosting platform I use for the audio stream, versus the views on YouTube, um, in a lot of cases, the YouTube and the SoundCloud uh, stats for how many people downloaded or, or watched will be almost the same. But in the survey responses, the vast majority say they watch on YouTube, which means for those of you that are listening, I know that more people who watch on YouTube chose to fill in the survey versus people who listen um, on the podcasting service. Because I would would imagine if an equal sampling of viewers or listeners chose to fill out the survey, that these would be more balanced. Now there is this group twenty two percent that say they they use both depending on the content, but even if you add the the listeners and the people who use both, it's only thirty two uh it would only add up to about half of the people who say that they watch on youtube so interesting interesting data point, I think um, have you ever bought one of David's books uh, and a full third, 33% of you guys have. Thank you very much. I, I appreciate the support. Um, also think it's great that you guys have, if, if, hey, if you haven't bought one of my books, what you should glean from this is that the people who buy and read my books are still interested in tuning in. So so the books must be good, right? Yeah, of course. Um, online courses. So about a quarter of you have, have done one of my online programs. Thank you very much. Again, I, I appreciate the support, everyone. And then uh, 12%, about an eighth uh, of people have hired me as a consultant to do some kind of work, either in examining a, a business deal or maybe working with one of you on the preparation of sale of your business. And, and again, th- this is the reason why the channel exists because, um, and I'll get to this again when I get into the comments, um, I run a consulting business. I run an education business. YouTube is the way in which I advertise. Uh, and I think there's a very big distinction between someone who runs a business and uses a platform like YouTube to advertise versus a YouTuber whose business is creating content. Okay. Uh, and I'll get into that in a little bit more as we move along. You guys have spent a lot of time in school. My next question was demogra- about demographics, highest level of education. Um, a third of you have a master's degree or higher, uh, 34%. Wow. Um, undergrad or bachelor's degree, 34%. So look at that. Two thirds of you have, have gone to university. Uh, another 14% have a college diploma. Uh, another 13% have done some college. And then, you know, high school diploma, tiny group or haven't graduated high school. And and I think that this is largely related to age, as we're going to see here. Um, but wow, you guys have spent a lot of time in school. And so highly educated audience, thanks for joining me. It, it makes me feel good that you think that I'm worth listening to. <laughs> All right. Uh, income level. Yeah, you guys earn a lot of money, too. Look at this, uh, almost twenty percent of you, over a quarter million dollars a year. Um, and and you can see here that there's 206 responses for this question because I didn't make any of the questions mandatory. So obviously if people didn't feel comfortable answering a certain question, they didn't have to. Um, so over a quarter million dollars a year, about about a fifth, 19 point four percent, another fifth of you between 150 and two fifty. thirty one percent between hundred and hundred and fifty thousand a year. Another 20% between 60 and 100 and uh, only 11% under 60 grand a year. And I think, again, this is going to relate to ages as we we move along here. So, again, high income earning, high educated group. Um, Gender, this didn't surprise me at all. Um, Out of 212 responses, uh, 94.3% of you are male. And then uh, you know five point seven percent of you are female. and this largely matches the data that uh, that YouTube has to show me as well. Uh, and just the number of comments, questions, clients that reach out to me, et cetera. Uh, men obviously far outnumber uh, women. Um, and uh, you know, why is that? Well it, uh, you know, participating by being in this audience, uh, tuning into my information is one hundred percent voluntary. And I think it just relates to, you know, the people who are more interested in business. It's as simple as that. Um, Age demographics. So this is interesting to me. Um, Very small group of you over 70 years of age, 8% in your 60s, a quarter of you in your 50s, um, a third of you in your 40s. Almost another third of you, 20, a little, little, little over a quarter, 26.8% in your 30s. And then in your 20s, only 7%. And then under 21, just a tiny, tiny group of people. But the people in their 20s and under 21 largely mirrors the results for uh, people who were like lower income and had uh, lower educational achievements, which is perfectly in line with someone who would be a younger person. So, um, yeah, I, I just, I think this is very interesting. Um, I, I have always known that I've uh, had an audience which was largely made up sort of a middle age cohort. And we can see here that the vast majority of you are between 30 and 59 years of age, which which is, you know, um, if you look at my clientele, the people that I meet, obviously, you know, I've met a bunch of you guys through this work who've reached out to me to do work with me. Uh, but I meet people generally that are in that middle age bracket. But uh, I, I read some interesting statistics about startup and startup success rates. And people who uh, do business startups that have the highest success rates are also in this age category. And this is the age category where people have had an opportunity to get some some experience in business. They've developed themselves professionally. They've finished their education. They've had some time to be in the workforce to accumulate some resources. And so all of the advantages you can build up over time sort of start to bear fruit when you get into this age category. And so this really doesn't surprise me at all. Um, Demographics by country. um, You guys are largely an American audience, uh, 69% almost in the United States, uh, 18.3% in Canada. And then uh, UK at 5% and then uh, other Western countries uh, making up the balance of that. And we get India is is a significant one there too. Uh, Two of you who responded are in India. And I know that um, sort of the non-Western countries that I hear most often uh, people reach out to be from, uh, India would be one, another one would be uh, Pakistan and there's Pakistan. Uh, And then uh, some of the Middle Eastern countries too. But you can see here we've got, you know, there's Europe in general, New Zealand, uh, and then some other people uh, filled in the other box, you know, uh, Canadian currently residing in the U.S., etc. So that was interesting to me. Um, And then there's the feedback. So let me back out of here because I've I've made some select comments about the feedback. Many of you put a whole bunch of potential topics that I that you'd like me to talk about in future videos, and I read through them and uh, have, have taken some out and added them to my future video list, so you can look forward to some of those. Um, many, many, many of you asked questions or suggested video topics, which have already been addressed. So I've been making videos now, like for eight years. And um, and if you're kind of new to the channel um, and you're really interested in this stuff, dial back the time machine, like go back and start exploring some of the other videos because a lot of the stuff that that uh, has been asked has are topics that have already been addressed in some of my past videos. Um, I got a lot of people who asked me for real life deal interviews where people would explain their deals uh specifically and reveal numbers almost like a case study video um so that's interesting and here's why um many people who do a successful small business transaction and make a purchase they've saved up money they've made a down payment sometimes in the hundreds of thousands of dollars they've borrowed money sometimes millions of dollars they're acquiring businesses, sometimes that have annual cash flows and the hundreds of thousands of dollars. Um, regardless of what you may see on YouTube, most people in this situation do not want to share all those personal details with the internet, right? Um, because they realize that if they share that kind of information, they could potentially be opening themselves up to undesirable things in their life. And and so um, this is, I know so many people who've done deals, real business people, and I know a lot of business people who run really successful businesses. One of the most common characteristics that you will find amongst these people is a a tendency to want to be private, right? And so this is one of the things that kind of gives me pause when I see other people online sharing intimate details of, of deals and things. And I'm like, why are you sharing this? Is this real? You know, Um, now there are a couple of places where you can find this kind of thing. So, for example, people that are in my group coaching program over at businessbuyeradventure.com within the envelope of that program, they're often we're talking about deals. We're talking about numbers. We're talking about the actual specifics of those cases and the members of that group who do the deals they will share, you know, with other people like how the deal worked out. And I've also had people who've done deals and sometimes left the group. And I will g- reach out to them like a year later and get them to come back and do a a first year synopsis uh, interview where they talk about what it was like. And and of course, the reason why I'm doing that is to help the other members of the group to kind of have a a view at what's coming up for them, right? But it's not open to the public. It's it's behind that fence. And, and the value of being behind that fence is that it's a limited audience, right? So people that are in that group are more willing to share with people who are paying the price to be in that group because they, they segregate themselves from the general world uh, of the public by b- being willing to, to pay the fee to get into the group. So it keeps the group small. It keeps the group more intimate. People get to know each other. In the meetings, people you know will bring things up and other people will share their own experiences and stuff. And so, I mean, that is one kind of venue where you can have this. but if you're if your interest is purely in the entertainment quality of, you know watching a case study or something like that, uh, it's gonna be tough, you know? um i I mean, I potentially could find someone like in the holiday chat calls who wants to appear with a black screen, you know, someone who wants to be anonymous. Um, I, you know, would there be value in that? Maybe. A lot of the times though, I just share stories where I say I was working with a guy who bought this kind of company and here, here's the things that happened, right? It's sort of, it's the same information, but but this is the problem when you start talking about specific types of, of information and revealing these kinds of details on the internet is that, um, you know, for a lot of people, they just don't want their business online. Um, I had quite a few requests for people to make what was referred to by one person as more actionable videos, like me creating action steps, like do A, B, and C. Um, I've never done videos like that because, you know, for almost all of you out there, the specific action steps that you would need to do to do anything would be like, well, it depends. It would just, there'd be just so many different permutations of of what to do in order to achieve things. I think some of a more general advice, you know, before you buy a business, make sure you have, you know, savings and extra money and, you know, experience and stuff like that is pretty easy. If if you're going to be in business and you're going to be a business owner, um, and and hey, half of you are business owners according to the survey, uh, and so please comment below and and let me know what you think about this. But if you're going to be a business owner, you need to have the ability to be self-directing. You you need to be able to figure out a game plan. That's that's a a pretty basic skill in the world of business. So if you figure out what you're trying to do, you know, your your goal or what you want to achieve, your your target, and then you figure out, well, how am I going to achieve that? And let's work backwards maybe and have a few steps. Um, Just running a business, owning a business, being strategic about yourself and your own finances. These are the skills you need. So while I answer questions and give information, um, what I imagine is that you guys will take the bits of information and create one of these plans and, and the people who struggle with that or are confused about certain things, what they do is they reach out and they just book a call, right? Um, and, it, you know, this website, davidbarnett.com, will take you directly to the spot on my blog site where there are booking links for, for one-on-one calls. So, so people will say, well, I'm a little bit confused. I don't know what to do. And they'll just book a call and they'll spend 30 minutes with me. And they'll explain their scenario and then I'll give them my feedback, right? Easy peasy. Direct to the end. Uh, but it costs money, right? And so, and so this is earlier. I mentioned the difference between someone who runs a business and promotes it on YouTube versus a YouTuber. Because I got a whole bunch of comments from people saying, Oh, did you see this person's video about this? You should respond to that. Did can you do more breakdown videos? Like I did a laundromat deal breakdown video. Maybe a year ago. Can you do more like that? Can you do more like this? And and um, so, my days are filled with working on consulting files and talking with you guys, consulting clients. Right. I I, I spend my time working on deals. Um, I don't spend my time watching YouTube. Right. And and this is one of the things that I've mentioned quite a bit. Uh, for those of you who are interested in doing a deal who don't own a business today um, is you've got to get off the screens. You've got to get out into the real world where things happen. You have to work on your interpersonal skills. You have to talk to people face to face. You've got like, uh, I don't spend all of my time watching other people's videos. Okay. Um, To that point, somebody mentioned to me that they wanted to do business buyer advantage but they thought it was too expensive uh, it's a few hundred dollars and most of the time when people are buying a business they're looking at spending sometimes tens of thousands of dollars in a down payment more often hundreds of thousands of dollars in a down payment and they will often be borrowing hundreds of thousands or millions of dollars right and so if business buyer advantage um is too expensive, um, I would say that's fine. Tune into, the, tune into the channel, watch my videos, learn as much as you can, that's great. Don't do a deal, don't buy a business, okay? Uh, because if you can't afford a few hundred dollars to go through a training program about how to do it, then, then you shouldn't be buying a business. When you get to the point where you've got the resources to actually do a deal, the the registration fee for Business Buyer Advantage is going to seem inconsequential, uh, which is why it's priced at that point. I wanted it to be accessible to the vast majority of people. A few hundred bucks is accessible to almost everyone, um, but for anyone that's going to be putting tens or hundreds of thousands of dollars on the line, it's it's almost like a tiny insurance policy against you know making a, a what will seem like an obvious mistake after you've gone through the program. Um, a bunch of you asked about failures. So they said, David, like talk us to us more about potential failures. I have a guest coming up in a couple of weeks who is a bankruptcy and insolvency trustee, who is specifically going to be bringing some stories about, uh, some of the situations that business owners have gotten into. So stay tuned for that. Um, and I would remind everyone that the live stream, uh, The live streams are not like searchable, like my normal video uploads. So sometimes when you're on YouTube looking for things in my channel, um, you need to go into the live stream tab to see all of the interviews. And, um, you know, some of of the best content is in the interviews and a lot of it is evergreen information. Um, Okay. So I promised that there would be prizes for people who filled in the survey. So... Uh, I just need to make an adjustment here. I'm going to, I'm going to go through and I'm going to talk about who the winners are. So, uh, move that a little bit. So there were three business buyer adventure battery packs up for grabs and, uh, who were on the battery, who won the battery banks? Well, uh, one's a guy named Ron, Ron Kingpin. You won a battery bank. Um, Sujit, uh, you won one, um, and then so did Eric S. You won a battery bank too, and so for all of you who are winners, go looking for an email from Erica because Erica sent out emails. Check your spam if you if you if you think you might be a winner, um, and she will give you details about about your prize. Then we had uh, some early holiday chats, so that were going to be free. So. As you recall holiday chat is the special i do every year in the fall and these are typically paid one-on-one consultation calls with me for an hour and i record them and i release them to people on my email list so you know if you're not on my email list head over to davidcbarnettlist.com and sign yourself up i put out emails sometimes every day but you can choose from the different topics and you can check the ones that you want but the people who are on my email list get to listen to these starting usually on Christmas Day, running over until New Year's. Um, the people who do not subscribe to my email list, uh, they will still get to listen to the holiday chat calls, but they have to wait till summer. So starting in uh, June on Fridays, the holiday chat calls will be released publicly, the ones i recorded in the fall of 2022. So the three prizes are three prizes are early holiday chat calls, but for free. So these three people have a one-hour consultation with me. It will be recorded and it will be released. They can be anonymous. Um, And so who are they? Well, there's John C. Um, He won one. Uh, And then we also have Darren F. One, one. And uh, Steve, um, who's got an email address from outlook.com, as well as a winner of a holiday chat. And then we had three prizes of online courses. So uh, Grayson, Grayson G., you're a winner. Um, And then we've also got Joel M., Joel M., you're a winner too. And the last one is Rich S., uh, who has a Gmail address. You won one as well. And so those are the three course winners. And so Erica emailed you guys. And um, what we're looking for is for you to let us know which of the courses that you want. And so then there was the grand prize winner. Now, the grand prize was eight 30-minute coaching calls with me over the course of the next year. And there were two people selected but those two people uh, who were selected before this person, uh, they didn't leave their contact information. So the the last question on the survey was, uh, you know, leave your name and contact info if you would like to be a winner, a prize winner. And the first two people selected, unfortunately, did not fill in that box. But this person did, this man. So Creed A, Creed A, check your email. Uh, you are a winner. Uh, we're going to be talking a lot over the course of the next year. Congratulations, my friend. And uh, and with that, I want to thank everyone for participating. I had a lot of fun looking at the data this year from all of this. Um, I'm happy to have been able to, to give away some stuff uh, to some of you guys. Um, and thank you all very much for making my experience as a YouTube creator uh, really enriching and fulfilling. Um, I love the when you guys comment on my videos. Uh, I love being able to, to help you out by answering questions. And, uh, I really appreciate people when they decide to reach out and and work with me. Thank you very much. Um, and, uh, and please share the stuff, you know, if you have any friends who are interested in business stuff, let them know about the channel, uh, share some of the videos with them, share, you know, the, the podcast feed, tell them, you know, forward them an email that uh, if you get one of my emails and you find it inspiring or, or informative, forward it to them. the number one way that people learn about good quality content is that someone they trust refers them to it. And so, I know some of you have been doing that, and I, I thank you very much for that. I appreciate that. And with that, I'm going to say see you later, and um, and we'll talk to you next time. So, how can you learn more about buying, selling, financing, and managing small and medium sized businesses? Easy. Head over to my blog site at davidcbarnett.com. You'll find hundreds of articles and videos all for free. You'll find links to my books and online courses, and you can sign up for my email list and get emails covering topics that interest you and be notified of new videos.